0: Ephesians for a couple days or I mean a couple weeks to two weeks I believe we've, we've studied in Ephesians with Pastor Dave and he's going to continue into that book and this is going to be a great time of learning for us because Ephesians is a powerful book because Ephesians is loaded with a lot of words from God that tell us what we have and what we can use here on this earth to walk in by accessing things through his word biblically following his manual. And Ephesians is loaded with who we have in us and just exactly what that will do. So I want to encourage you to stay on board through this Ephesians time. Always be here. But if you miss, you know, we have those online where you can pick up if you miss a week because you don't want to miss a course now. You know, if you were going to a really nice restaurant and you knew every single course was going to be really good, and like one of them just might have just your favorite little nook and nook of something special in it that you really like, but you don't want to miss it, right? Because it could be divinely put forth for you to hear and to grow and learn in. And so Pastor had talked in Ephesians 2 about what we used to be and how we used to live when we lived in the world, how we were dead in our trespasses and sin. But then when we became new in Christ, we have new life in us, and that's changed who we are inside. Not out here. But it can affect out here, right? But it's changed who we are inside. And that in order to walk in these things, that we have to do what the Word says, which is Seek those things above. We looked in Colossians 3 about if then you were raised with Christ, because the Bible says that when we got saved, when we received Jesus, we've been raised with Christ, and we're seated there. Hallelujah! At the right hand of God. We are seated there at the right hand of God. Well, no, I'm not. I'm sitting here in this church. No, we're talking you are seated at the right hand of God. It's just you got to start thinking right you got to start thinking on these things. Seek those things that are above, he said. Place your mind on what is in the Word. Well, if we don't get into the Word, if we don't study what the Word says, then we're not going to know what to seek. Amen? If you're putting together a recipe, if you don't get out the recipe and study it, you're not going to know what to put in there to make it taste good. See, but the gospel tastes good when you get it mixed together with the right things with faith with what god said to use the bible tastes good the lord said he tastes good and he's invited everybody to come and eat and taste just check it out see how it tastes if you'll listen and you'll take what god says to you all the time when you're spending time with him that nutrition will start to sink in and we will grow up spiritually. Amen? We don't want to stay babes in Christ. We want to grow. We want to grow spiritually because growing spiritually makes everything else better. And, you know, we can get busy in our worldly life and work and fun things, but those things are so much better when God is put before them. When we put our spiritual growth forward, first all that other stuff that we think is important doesn't really really matter but when we put God first those other things become greater he said if we would seek first the kingdom God all those things would be added all those things you can go read that in Matthew all those things what are you worried about to wear what are you going to wear what are you going to eat all those things would be added unto you so we want to seek those things so we're going to look at Ephesians 1 we were there um, two weeks ago. We're going to go back and we're going to look at this. Um, Ephesians 1, 3. And this is the, written to the Ephesians, but like Pastor said, this is written to us today, to us, the believers of today. The, the book, God did it and, and put it, that entrance and that writing, into man that we may receive it now and grow by it now. So 3 says, bless Be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. And he said, blessed us with every. Well, you know, some people just always seem like they're on the top, doing good. No, he said he's blessed us all with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places and the thing about Ephesians is it talks about that heavenly place because we need to be heavenly minded we need to start looking at that in the sense of what exactly is he talking about because we're here on earth now you know we're reading this bible and we're here on earth so there's a lot of talk about this heavenly place stuff he's not talking about when we die and go to heaven he is talking about right now Here on earth, as it is in heaven, we need to grab this revelation from God, from his word, spiritual revelation, and grow about this. What is this heavenly places? Because it says, wait a minute, okay, I have all these spiritual blessings, but they're in heavenly places. Where's that ladder? I'm going to get up there and start getting my hands on some of that stuff. No, we have a way to access it. We have a way to get to those spiritual blessings because they already belong to us. They are already ours. The key is to start believing and acting in faith. The key is to start exercising faith and growing in the word and looking at it and saying, okay, if the Bible said that, then I'm just going to agree with it. Because, see, these spiritual blessings in heavenly places have already been secured for you, for me, for us by the blood. It's been done. Well, why aren't I I walking in it then? What do I got to do? I guess I just got to get to church more. And maybe I should get in a Bible study class. And then maybe I should just, I know I'm not witnessing enough. You know how we can just put that little old hammer, get that hammer out and start pounding down a notch on this shoulder and then pound a little here until we pound ourselves because we just think we are not measuring up because I just don't happen to see those spiritual blessings. I've been praying, and I just, things are, but it says I have these things. It's not by what we do. Though it's great to always be in church, and it's great to go to Bible studies, it's not by our works. It's by faith that we receive these things. And so we want to know about these things, because those blessings, the Greek word blessings, is benefits. It means benefits. Jesus didn't suffer on that cross, go to hell, and be raised up that we don't experience and have those benefits working for us. He did that work. Now, it's up to us to grab those things by faith and to grow in his word and to start exercising faith that the word is true, and I'm going to agree with it. I don't care what it looks like. I know God's working. He's working because I've prayed. And we need to tell ourselves this because that's everything that the Bible says. The Bible says that we can have an assurance that he who seeks God, that God rewards him. Amen? So let's look at this about the heavenly places. Let's check into what it says about that, about that it's a locality. It's just not a, oh, heavenly places, la, la, la. See why I'm not up here with the worship team? <laughs> it's not a heavenly woo thing. No, it's a locality. It's just our brains can't wrap around it. I can access things in heaven? Oh, yeah. I want to say, oh, yeah, baby, you can. <laughs> yeah, we can. Well, we got to learn. We got to grow. We got to believe. And we do it through his word. So let's look at Hebrews 10 and let's find out about that locality. I'm intrigued with the locality. I'm intrigued with things of the Spirit and spiritual things. I'm intrigued with spiritual gifts, where Corinthians talks about the spiritual gifts. I'm intrigued by them. I never knew anything about them until I came to this church. I didn't even know they existed. The church that I was at never talked about spiritual gifts. I'm very intrigued because God said that we should desire him. So if, if, if God's telling us to desire these things from heaven, these spiritual things, desire him, well, he's not going to say, ha, 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 just kidding, you don't get it. No, he's not that kind of God. He gives good, perfect gifts to those who ask. If you desire, you can receive and walk in these things that are of the spiritual realm and manifest in the natural realm. Amen? So Hebrews 10, 19, are you guys there? Hebrews 10, 19, it says, Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus. See, it's by him that we enter this, by a new and living way. We know in the Old Testament that the priests went in. But now the blood has already been shed and things are secured by that blood for us by a new and living way which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh. He paid for it. His payment for us to access the locality of this heavenly place. He's our high priest, it says. He's our high priest up there. We're seated up there. Hey, if we're seated up there, we ought to be able to touch it. Are you, Can you believe that? Or are you just like, oh, yeah, right, uh-huh, okay, sure. It says it in the Word, but, you know, that's just like when you get to heaven. No, no, we ought to be able to touch it because we're seated there. If you're seated next to somebody, you can reach over and touch them. So he paid for it. The veil, that is his flesh, 21, and having a high priest. And that's Jesus, who is our Savior, over the house of God. Okay, here we go. You want to touch? You want to reach out and touch this stuff? You want to start that journey where you grab a hold and go, all right, this stuff is in heaven, and there is a way for me to access it. Let us Draw near with a true heart. Let us draw near with a true heart. So if you got saved, now, Proverbs 16 says, the preparation of the heart belongs to man. The Lord has given us a responsibility to draw near to these spiritual blessings You do it with a true heart, preparing your heart. How are you going to prepare it? You're going to get out the recipe box and get all the right ingredients by renewing your mind. You're going to get in there and you're going to renew that mind by it needs this. I got to believe this. I got to have a whole lot of this, believe, believe, get in there. And all the promises about what the Lord has done, what salvation is, who he is, what he bought and paid for, all the promises in there, in the promises of Abraham are ours. All those promises belong to us because he said the descendants of Abraham would be blessed and those blessings would carry over unto us. In Genesis 12, God, when Abraham was still Abram, he told him, I'm going to make you a mighty nation. I'm going to make your name great. I'm going to bless all the descendants and all the children. And then he said, and you will be a blessing. So if we touch... If we start grabbing a hold of this, then you will be a blessing and you will be a blessing. And how great it is to have God moving in you where you know and you have things that you can bless somebody with. Whether it's a word of encouragement, whether it's laying on hands and a healing, that don't happen just in the church. That can happen out in the parking lot. It can happen in your backyard by your swimming pool. It can happen in Walmart. Walmart has everything else. We might as well take healing in there and lay hands on people. That way it's fully covered. See, the preparation's up to us. It's our responsibility. Man has a choice to receive the Lord you take that choice, and then it's your decision to move forward in preparing your heart so that you know what is yours. Amen? So 22 said, Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water, That's what the Lord did for us when we were saved. 23, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. I know you can't wonder and waver about this. You might as well just get in the boat and be tossed to and fro out there in the ocean. Go ahead. just Get out there and just fall back and forth because you're wavering. Doubt, well, I don't know if that's true. No, you have to say to yourself, wait a minute, it's true. I'm just going to believe it, period. I don't care what other people say. I don't care if people think I'm weird. I don't care because I'm going to get the blessing. I'm seated up there. I'm going to reach out, and I'm going to get what God said is mine. He said it's already mine. He said he's already done it. Now it's up to me to take that out of heaven spiritually by faith, and that's what makes it manifest here on earth. That's when you see people get healed. That's when you see finances taken care of. That's what brings miracles was faith contacted up there. They were seated right there, and that faith went bam, Took it, took it by faith. And Ephesians talks about that heavenly place a lot. I'm kind of excited because we're in that. So Pastor's going to be exploring that as we go through. I mean, we're going to be in it for 40 weeks, right? (laughs) This time next year. No, he was teasing when he said that. But so, yeah, up there in heavenly places, we just need to, We just need to get our mind wrapped around this. Wait a minute. This is for me. So we enter that way. And we hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. The promises of God is a promise. Period. But we have to access it. So I said all that to get down here. And here we go. Let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. Let us consider one another. Let's consider one another stirring up. We don't stir up strife. No, stir up love. The God kind of love. The love that makes a difference in somebody's life. Stir that up. Stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as you guys are the choir, you're here. (laughs) Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but what? Exhorting one another as so much more as you see the day approaching. Encouraging each other. As you see the day approaching, Jesus is coming back. The Lord is coming back. Will it happen in our lifetime? He says nobody knows, but we're sure seeing signs. So we are to stir people up and encourage people. Encourage them. And that's what I want, I want to follow through about encouraging you. When you come in here, when you come in here, what are you bringing? We have an anointing in us, the Bible says. The Bible says there is an anointing in us that teaches us, leads us, guides us, will show us things to come, spirit of God. And there's faith. We have faith. So when you come, are you coming in here expecting Are you, when you, when you woke up this morning, you thought, oh, hallelujah, I'm going to church. Oh, I wonder what God's going to say. Are you expecting to get that answer that you've been praying for? Are you expecting that manifestation of whatever those prayers were? Are you expecting now this morning, it's going to come through. I know it. I know it because, because I know it down in here. I got it. So you're going to contact that heavenly place through this down here where the spirit of God is. You are going to get it up here. This up here is just going to make you trip and stumble. But if we renew this up here to what the word says, then it will conform to what's down here. So are you coming here expecting? And I ask you this because I know there are different ways when people come with different motives. And God looks at the heart. And what's your motive when you came in this morning? Was it, is it religious because it's Sunday and people go to church on Sunday? Because, see, I was. That was me. I was religious. Now, I don't mean like judgmental, but I was religious because Sunday is Sunday church, and so I just went to church on Sunday. I never went to church taking my faith there, thinking, oh, Hallelujah, I'm, I'm excited to hear the word. I wonder what I'm going to hear. I never took my faith there because I really didn't know that you were supposed to take your faith. What do you bring to the table? What are you adding? Because whatever you add, do you know it's going to be coming back to you? And it's going to be coming back in a full measure, crushed down, shaken together he might be talking about finances in second corinthians but there's a whole big story behind all of that what are you taking to the table when you show up for bible study when you show up for things to do with god what's your faith doing what are you exercising what are you bringing in have you ever had somebody come over have you ever had a lot of people come over for dinner and somebody's like oh you're having that I wish I hadn't known that before because I I don't really eat that stuff. (laughs) That can be that way for a preacher. So what do you and I say this because I was that way. Now I never judged what was being said because I didn't know anything anyway. (laughs) Except that I was saved. That's all I knew. I knew I was saved. But I just went religiously because it was Sunday morning. And, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. But now, I know there's another way. See, you can go to the table loaded with your own faith. Take it, take it, and you can add to the anointing, the corporate anointing that's here that pastor brings in. You can bring in your faith, and you can exercise something, and you you can make a mountain move. In this room and you can help the message you can help the message in the room you have an anointing you know it's just not pastor Dave that has anointing though we do respect him as whom God has given us a place under as the Shepherd here in the church as, as the man of God that, that speaks to us, but you know, you have an anointing. Why don't you stir that up a little bit before you get here so maybe somebody you sit next to might get splashed on. That's spiritual and that's real. People that don't know about it may not believe it, but that's okay because they ain't getting it anyway. They're not going to have it in their life. It's not okay. But what I mean by that is, it just is what it is. Because we know the Lord said, there will be those. I mean, come on. We know there were religious people because Jesus just really didn't like, didn't, he liked, he loved them. He loved them. He just didn't really put up with some of their stuff. He spoke truth to them. And the truth is, that there is an anointing in all of us that we can access and use. And it's that anointing that we're going to reach up into that heavenly place and there are spiritual blessings we are all supposed to be walking in and we've got to get them by faith. So we've got to renew our mind and stir up that that's in us. And it is real. And when you start tapping into it and you see mountains move or you see something change, you're going to set back and go, oh, It really does work because see this is what God wants you to do he wants you to grow in his word that you realize that that same power that raised Christ from the dead lives in you to use right now in you right now where you are minute by minute he wants it used he don't want it wasted amen he wants it used so we know that that coming together is a big part because there's nothing like being under the corporate anointing keeping yourself strong built up in the Lord amen and so we're gonna we're gonna ponder this ponder it in yourselves you know what what, what am i what am i bringing to the table because some people think they don't have anything to bring, but oh, you got something to bring, all right. You just been lied to. You have something to bring, amen. Go to Philippians three twenty. See, I'm keeping you close in the neighborhood. Have to go back too far. Philippians three twenty. It tells us here. Because if those spiritual blessings are in a locality of heavenly places, our mental mind just, you know, don't it's just not comprehensible. We know that. The Bible says that spiritual is spiritual. In Romans, it talks about spiritual, spiritual, natural is natural, and that the, the mental mind cannot grasp these things. It cannot grasp that of the spirit. The mind cannot grasp it. But we can train the mind. That's renewing. We can renew and train our mind that we think correctly because it's our thinking that makes us trip. Because when we start thinking wrong, that opens the door for that little critter. That's all he is, you know. He's just a little critter. I mean, there's a few of them out there by my house. And once in a while, I try to run over them. When I'm on my way out the driveway, but they're, you know, kind of hard to run over because I know they like whoop as the tires and and don't worry if you love those little things. I never hit them. It's just sort of something, you know. That's what he is. He's a he's a critter. He's a nuisance and he has no power. It's just if your mind gets gets cockeyed, then you start thinking he does. And that's why we're not to get all wrapped up in the Satan stuff and all that stuff about how he is and, and we are to cast down thoughts, see? All we have to do is cast down thoughts. Yes, there are demons out there. Woo-woo. You know, I don't watch any of those stupid movies. Okay, now that stuff irritates me because people of the world see that stuff and it gets fear in them. And they are from Satan. That stuff is not of God. That is just pure, ugly waste of money. And if you like them, I'm sorry. I'll pray for you after the service. Come see me. <laughs> but see, in those heavenly places, it's a locale. And we got to understand, we got to look at this and go, this is, this, there really is a locale up there that like, I can tap into. I can tap into this. Because we know, okay, we're U.S. citizens, right? Do we have a right here? There are rights we have as U.S. citizens. There are things that we know by the law are ours, no argument. We have no problem with it. We would stand our ground. We would do whatever we need because we know what our rights are, right? Okay, look at three, uh, 320 in Philippians. Tells us, for our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also see. It's not talking about when we get there, guys. It's not talking about when we have our moment and we go glorious home, homeward bound to the Lord. It's not talking about heaven, it's talking about right now. For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior. The Lord Jesus Christ, and it goes on to tell what he's going to do when he comes back. So our citizenship, you have a citizenship in heaven. So that means you have rights to that local heavenly place, that locality. You have rights. You have authority. There's something that you own that is yours that you have a right to. And you're going to access it through faith in the word, in his word, what it says in his word, what we have in his word, which covers about anything anybody in this room could ever want and think. You have a right to it. So when you're going to put your foot down and go, wait a minute, that's mine. Satan, get off my property. You can't trespass here. That's mine. Get out of here. And start calling those things that are yours home. Start calling that healing on that body. Start telling that. Get out of here. You can't stay on me. I'm a citizen of heaven. I have rights. I have rights as a child of God. My dad said you can't do that. Did you ever do that when you were little? My mom said that you can't do that in our house anymore. And men, you knew it when you were a kid. You knew it when dad said it. Oh. I remember when my kids would act up. I'm like, oh, you can't you wait till you're probably not great that I did that, but you wait until your dad gets home. Well man, I mean, they worried, they worried. Then they knew. They knew when dad got home. Yee. Because fathers have authority, and the Lord is our Father. And he said that these things are ours, so we have to reach out and take that authority. And we are going to learn about authority in Ephesians. When Pastor Dave gets in those areas, you don't want to miss this, because you're going to grow and learn about what we have in Christ, and you're going to use it, and it's going to change things in your life. Amen? So there are spiritual blessings in that local area of heaven that we can reach out. What's that reach out and touch? Somebody's hand? Hey, reach out and touch up there. Because the hands are open up there, and it is a free gift, and it belongs to us. Amen? Amen. So let's look at, we're going to close with Psalms 103. Because I'm talking about blessings, and I said that in the Greek, the word blessings is benefits. And this is a whole book that just has all of the benefits and the blessings lined out. And the thing is that when we read something, the, the word of God is alive. He said it's alive, so something alive keeps, keeps growing, keeps having more to it. And that's that revelation that we want to get. We want to read a scripture and then read it again next time, and we go, oh, oh, wow. You know, it's no different than the things in the natural either. You know it is that way in the natural. Things run parallel. Biblical life really does run parallel with the natural life. That's why the Lord made it easier for us to understand some things when he talked about sowing and reaping and farming. When he talks about growing up spiritually, you're talking about a baby and milk, and we sure don't give babies meat, so we have to anticipate when when new people come in that we don't look at them and go, oh, "Okay, what is their problem?" No, they just they just haven't been given the right meal yet. Give them a break. Give them space. Encourage them more and more as the day approaches. Because you may get seated by them in heaven and you'll think, oh, I remember that person. And so these things of, of the Spirit run parallel with natural life. We can see it. Just like we have authority here, we have authority there. And we are allowed to use it here. We are allowed to say no when some things try to come into your life. You are allowed to say no. I'm not going to accept that. I'm going to believe what the Lord said. The Lord said, if I would believe and if I would use this mouth, if I would say to that circumstance, he called it a mountain. I like he called it a mountain because in the natural Man, you go to the mountains, sometimes it takes a long time to get where you're going, depending on where you're at. Mountains are big. Some of the roads aren't all that great to travel on. He used something in the natural that has a huge substance that we can relate to the fact that, move a mountain? Say to that mountain, be thou removed. That's authority. Get off of my property. Be thou removed. Get out of my house! Be thou removed! Get out of my body! No disease can attach itself to my body. No disease! Don't allow a disease to attach itself to your body. No, be thou removed and sink it. Cast that puppy! Oh, You fishermen, give it your best cast. Cast that thing into the sea. And believe in your heart that what you just cast, what you just said, believe in your heart that what you just said, believe in your heart. You're going to prepare your heart? It's your responsibility to prepare your heart. It's not God's responsibility, though he helps because he put an anointing there to help. But it's our responsibility to stir it up, to work with it, to help it grow, to feed it correctly, the right nutritional meals. Take heed what you watch, what you see, and what you hear because those things get into your heart. Take heed of those things that you're listening to because those are seeds that get planted into your heart. Pay attention to the things that you are participating in because those are seeds that are being planted into your heart. So if you believe what you say, you will have what you said. And it works. Oh, it works. Hallelujah. But now there's something you got to do. There's something you have to do. you got to put on the boots. Suit up. Suit up. Come on, you guys, suit up. Don't be lagging around out there in your little flip-flops and your shorts and and things like that when you're in a ward. No, you're going to go suit it up. You're going to put on the armor. You're going to get your mind correctly suited. You're going to say, I am a child of God, and I have now decided what I'm going to walk in. And I'm going to walk in this strength, and I'm going to wear what he said to wear. I have that in me, that anointing. I have it. I have these things, and I am a child of God, and I can do this. You have to convince yourself. You have to agree with the word in here. Suit up. Be strong in the Lord, he said. He said it multiple times to be strong in the Lord. He said it multiple times throughout the word about strength in you. Because he knows we're going to need strength. But victory is surely ours if you will believe with your heart and prepare yourself. Stand your ground because you are going to have to stand. Oh, great. That was fun until she said we had to stand. (laughs) No, you're going to be doing some standing, but see, you got the strength in you to stand. And as you renew your mind, you'll grow stronger in these things where the standing, you'll think, oh, well, gee, that storm didn't last very long. Hallelujah. Moving on. Amen? So we want to look right here. We're going to close with Psalms 103 because we're talking about benefits, we're talking about those spiritual blessings that we already have. Amen? So bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is, is within me, is within me, in me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and forget, don't forget, don't forget. Uh, sometimes we forget. You know we forget. Have you ever like heard a really good sermon and you're like, "Oh, that was so good. I man, I'm going to oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I like that. I'm going to do it. I've done that before. Oh, that was good." And then 4 weeks later all of a sudden you're reminded and you thought, "I forgot all about that. That was so good." Something come back up. The Lord reminded you or you heard something you're like, That's right, I knew that, and I have not been doing it. Don't forget. Do not forget. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all. Every spiritual blessing has already been given to us. Forget, don't forget not all his benefits. Who forgives? All your iniquities. He forgave them all. Washed with the blood. Who heals all your diseases? All your diseases. Every disease bows to the name of Jesus. Every disease has its own voice and you just have to be louder than it. With your mouth. You speak and you get louder than it. Who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Ooh, who satisfies your mouth with good things. You know, that's the word of God in you satisfies your mouth with good things. That word, that word in your mouth can be sweet and can stir you up and make you strong. It can make you dance, sing. I do at home when nobody's around. So that your youth is renewed like an eagle. Don't forget the benefits of salvation.